Welcome to Following the Leaders, the Leadership Southern Indiana podcast sponsored by Duke Energy. I am your host, Jesse Rasmussen, and this month's guest, well, I'm going to, she's so great, I'm going to talk to her twice. Uh, it's uh, Beth Keeney, President CEO of LifeSpring S- Health Systems. She's also a member of the Leadership Southern Indiana Discover Class of 2006. And um, before we get to her leadership journey, I wanted to chat with her a little bit about our breakfast series coming up because we could not do that without two individuals and entities. First off, the sponsor the breakfast series, Axiom Financial Services. We appreciate their sponsorship, but we could not have done this without Beth either. Let's start with talking about our breakfast series, which is going to be February 6th and March 5th at the uh, IU Southeast in the Hoosier Room. For those that don't know, our breakfast series, we always try to have, there's two of them, and we always try to have a central theme. Uh, This year, our theme was mental health. And part of that is everybody's talking about it, but we had a lot of feedback about that. But as as you know, Beth, that is a, a very broad term. And you were kind of enough after um, after graduation, you were like, hey, I have some thoughts. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then you send us this email and I'm like, okay, these are, your thoughts are more well thought out than my thoughts. Because my thoughts would have been like, well, maybe we do this. And you were like, no, 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 no. And had like 10 topics, like well thought out and all of that. So first off, thank you. But second, where, where did all of that, I mean, obviously this is what you do, but where, where was that thought process? Where did, where did that come from? Well, it initially came from Mark. So mm-hmm. Mark said, can we get together and talk about some things that uh, I think would be helpful for our leaders to hear? And so we had, I thought, a really productive meeting and we were able to come up with uh, some topics. And then I just sat down and kind of fleshed that out. Mm-hmm. I think that there is a lot of stigma around access to mental health. I think mm-hmm. people don't really understand what mental health is. And so any opportunity that I can get where we can talk about how we can take better care of ourselves, uh, both mentally and physically, I'm absolutely going to take it. That's awesome. So the first one, so February, it is Community Health Lessons for leaders, essentially, we're talking about that the the lessons that COVID has taught us in the workforce, in the in our home lives. You're completely on the right track. So the thought was, could we get some leaders together to talk about how did COVID change the environment? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we spent a couple of years. Those of us that work in community health and public health, we talked about uh, epidemiology and vaccination and mm-hmm. immunization and uh, immune systems and variants. And we used all of these big concepts that most of us haven't thought about since high school biology. But now we're all experts. We are, you know, know, (laughs) we're all uh, all epidemiologists at this point. Of course. But but I thought, you know, what if we could get together and talk about what are the real world implications, not just about vaccination, Mm -hmm. but about do I send my kid to school? You know, my, my oldest daughter, she's a teenager in high school. A few years ago, she had a cold. I would absolutely send her to school like, yeah. you know, dust dust off, you're headed to school. Mm-hmm. But now it's an entire algorithm. Like, has she been around anyone with COVID? Yep. How, does she have a fever? You know, you don't, you have to stop and really think about what is the impact on the educational environment. And if you are a parent and you are having to keep your kid home because they, you know, aren't allowed to come to school because mm-hmm. of their symptoms, what does that mean for your employer? So, mm-hmm. you know, I really thought, what could we do to take a look at the environment? What we learned about work from home and hybrid 
hybrid environments, hybrid learning environments, hybrid uh, work environments, and really think about what where are the lessons for us as leaders moving forward. Absolutely. And I, I think that's great. So we're going to cover this from a lot of different societal mm-hmm. aspects. Yeah. So Jay Chaudhry, who's the director of the Division of Mental Health and Addiction for the entire state of Indiana, will be there to talk about just the behavioral health aspect of recovery and moving forward. We'll have Dr. Eric Yasel, who's mm-hmm. a local health officer. He's also Life Springs chief medical officer, um, as well as the medical director for Homeland Security for the state of Indiana. So he'll be there to talk about some of the community health and, and practical aspects of illness and recovery. And we we have Mike Harlow, who is one of the co-founders of GHK Tresses. So he'll be there to talk about the impact on, on employers. So I think we've got- That's, a, yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, Dr. Thompson from Ivy Tech will be there to talk about just the educational environment. So we've got a really good group of professionals that are able to speak to this post-acute COVID environment and mm-hmm. what the implications and lessons for leaders is. This is going to be a great one. And then March, yes. so changing. this one, uh, I'm going to be honest, we went back and forth as a committee. Is this too heavy of a breakfast topic? Is this not? And ultimately, what we came down to was if we as a leadership organization aren't leading this conversation, then we're not being we're not being good leaders because the the March 5th one, firearms violence prevention, intervention, and postvention. So, I mean, this is something that, you know, I'd like to say this is a new topic, but it's sadly not, but it is one that has hit close to home recently. Yeah, it, listen, almost a thousand Hoosiers die every year uh, from firearms and uh, either by their own hand or by someone else's or by accident. And and these are all 100% preventable deaths, mm-hmm. 100% preventable. And so if we can have a conversation around how can we prevent it, you know, yeah. how can we how can we stop a firearm from getting into the hand of a child or from someone who is not mentally well, mm-hmm. um, you know, how can we how can we do that and what mechanisms are in place to prevent that violence? Once we become concerned about someone, what mechanisms are in place to do to do something to intervene? You know, if we can if we can stop that accident or that thought process mm-hmm. before the person reaches the access to a firearm stage, you I mean you can save lives doing that. Study Absolutely. after study has shown that. And so uh, and then once we do have uh, an incident, what is the postvention? What is the intervention after the event? Mm-hmm. And so uh, you know the one thing that I really want to stress is this is not a partisan issue. This is not political in any way. What we want to talk about is what resources exist and how can we make sure that all hooters are safe. And and I'm glad you hit on that because we are not a partisan organization. There are leadership organizations that are affiliated with one party or another. We are not one of them. But I think sometimes, many times, we don't have this firearms conversation because we don't want to go down the, because it becomes a partisan or we're we're afraid it's going to. And it's also important to know what are those mechanisms that currently exist. It's going to be a great conversation. And then again, another panel that we'll have, and we're going to have different aspects of that. So, I mean, again, I think tough conversation, but I, my, my goal is that people will leave that one with a lot to think about and also better prepared to have conversations with their peers and, and and the people around them. And I want them to feel empowered yes. too. You know, when uh, my, my daughters are both uh, teenagers at, at this point, but when they were younger, you know, before they were allowed to go to somebody's house, I would ask, do mm-hmm. you have firearms in the home? And if you do, are they locked up? You know, I'm not, it's fine if you've got, a, yeah. if you've got firearms, but don't, don't, 
allow my child to have access to them. And mm-hmm. people should, inf- should feel empowered to do that. And if somebody isn't comfortable answering that question, then you really have to reevaluate where you are as a parent. And so there is uh, a real public health component to this. You know, every time that my, that my girls go for a pediatric well check visit, the doctor's asking, do you have guns in the home and are they mm-hmm. locked up? And that's not because the doctor wants to be involved in any decisions related to firearms in my home, but that's because they want to make sure that my children are in, in a safe environment. So just helping parents kind of think through the sticky parts of some of these very nuanced issues and, and knowing what the tools and resources are for them, I think is incredibly important. And I'm, I'm excited that at both sessions, we're going to have our next gen class there. So that is part of their management. So they're going to be there for, for both of those. Um, we are, we have talked to parents beforehand because I, that was one thing that we said as a committee and we talked, talked to John. Yeah. We're like, you know, I want to make sure that parents are informed beforehand that if for whatever reason that they're, that is a little much hits a little too close to home. Um, or, you know, they're sensitive to that. We want to be sensitive to that as well. Um, bec- but because originally we were thinking, we're like, well, do we want to have this conversation? And then we've got the, the high school juniors there. And I, and I finally was like, you know what? Let's stop. They deal with this more on a day-to-day basis between safe shelter drills, what they see on the news and and all that stuff. And they're, they're let's not pretend that they're not having conversations about this as it is. Yes. And we're going to work hard to make sure that we aren't talking about specific incidents no. or scenarios or different uh, mass shootings that, that uh, folks may be aware of. This isn't about that. This no. is about what are some warning signs? What what can a parent do if they are concerned? What can a brother or a sister do if mm-hmm. they are concerned? And what resources exist in the community? So it's really more about how, to, how do we keep this from happening? What do we do if it does happen than it is any specific scenario mm-hmm. uh, and certainly not anything related to a partisan or political debate? And I, again, I'm very excited about both of these. I think um, they're very, they're very, uh, they're very meaty. So like, I'm, I, it's, it's kind of like being excited about eating your vegetables kind of deal. Like, I'm just very excited for what I'm going to learn in that morning. And I, I'm excited that you are, you are also agreeing to moderate these. It's going to be great. And again, tickets, uh, you can get those right now at leadershipsi.org. I just go to the events tab. If you are a member, you get a discounted ticket. Uh, please email me about that or, or just hit contact in the show notes if you you're a Legacy Club member, you have until the 19th to claim your complimentary ticket. Otherwise, then you get your ticket at member rate. So again, the Leadership Southern Indiana Breakfast Series, that is February 6th and March 5th at IUS in the uh, Hoosier Room there. Tickets again, leadershipsi.org. You can get more information on both of the series. You can get a bundle package or you can get them individually if you like. Um, Ticket price does include your breakfast. So you get physical nourishment and mental nourishment as well with this. So leadershipsi.org and stay tuned because my full conversation with Beth Keeney, if it's not already out, will be out very soon and talk about mental nourishment. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you to Duke Energy for sponsoring. Stay tuned. We have more coming up.